All right, and welcome back to another episode of uh, Talking Spoilers. Today, we have Avengers Infinity War on the chopping block. Come and see. Film that we had been waiting for 10 years in the making. Did it deliver, Angel? Did it deliver? I say yes, and yes, and then no, at the same time, because... I believe, for my honest opinion of the whole movie, it's, it's great. It's a great movie. And its greatness makes up for its flaws. You understand what I mean? Like, it does have some flaws. It's not flawless, but it's greatness. It's uh, epicness. It's epicness <laughs> oh, um, it's, makes up for again, it. Again, you haven't seen... Oh, to, to have this kind of caliber of a cast and have so many moving parts to this movie and try, to try and take all these characters that we've been seeing evolve on the screen like this it again there's not there's never been anything attempted not even close to this putting this many characters on the screen and stuff like for for what it was i mean like i said it's a, it's a two two and a half hour movie it could have been longer because there's a whole there's a whole lot of story to tell there is there's a little bit of pacing issues when i mean i noticed some characters got more screen time than others i think at, at one point uh, I felt it was a little off with uh, Thor, Groot, and uh, Rocket when they when they go off to do their own thing. Like they separated the teams when they get when they separate. It is, there's like a good there's good a good chunk of time where Thor is not on the screen. There's almost like forty minutes go by without getting yeah, back well, into yeah. that. So that I feel like there's a little there's it's it's uneven a little bit. But I mean. Again, it, it was to be expected with this many... It does start characters. off, it starts off with a... But I, I disagree with that. I think it did have... It, had, it gave enough time for everybody to shine, you know what I mean? Not, it was like, it was very difficult. Like you said, it's very difficult to be able to... 30 plus characters to get screen time and def, and each character to get like a, you know, a spotlight, you know what I mean? That you can remember a part that they did or, you know, where they stand out in. So... We'll start off. There's a bunch of things that I don't like about it. Like they leave a, a bunch of unanswered questions, and it's go gets uh, starts from the very 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 beginning. We get the Asgard uh, ship distress signal. I had an argument with a, uh, you know, Brandon and uh, Lewis and and Mikey about. I felt like it was a little bit incomplete on that part, and they said, "What are you talking about? It start off. It starts off right with all Ragnarok started uh, ended." Not right into the action, but it didn't really start off where it ended. You know what I mean? Because where it ended was yeah. Thor and Loki look up at the spaceship and they're like, "Oh, what?" You know what I mean? And then we go a good, uh, I would say, ten or five to ten minutes of uh, of the movie. I think was cut for you know, you know, studio purposes or whatever. What the studio wants, you know, to have a an allotted time or whatever, and they cut some things out because we don't see what happens to the Asgardians what happened to Valkyrie what happened to Korg and Meek from Thor Ragnarok we see them all next to Thor and Loki at the end of the movie and then we get they're already beaten up everybody's dead on the floor you know what I mean yeah you have to kind of 
kind of assume most of these characters are are dead. But yeah, I, I was I was kind of wondering where Valkyrie was. They didn't. Maybe she got away or whatever. But all you could assume is I said that's a if that, that's what really happened though. That's a pretty depressing ending to Thor Ragnarok. Yes, they all exactly. Got on the ship and he's like, oh, it doesn't matter if Asgard, uh, you know, is destroyed because as long as you have the people and stuff. And now all your people just got slaughtered and murdered. Like I said, but, this is like I said, this is one of the most dramatic Marvel movies to date. It is dark as hell. I don't feel like it's a kids movie. I do appreciate the fact that they were ballsy enough to I, this movie. It wasn't what we expected going into it. I think everyone that we thought was going to die didn't, and, and they, it, they threw some curveballs in here. They definitely did. They t- turned it on as we thought the main characters, the main cast, the main Avengers were going to bite the bite the bullet but no it was uh it was the newer characters actually so we'll get to that let's you know let's talking spoilers obviously if you haven't seen the movie yet this is uh avengers infinity war infinity war talking spoilers so this is how the movie starts off we get two deaths right at the beginning of the movie no no explanation whatsoever but during how the movie progresses we see thanos's uh philosophy we see how he um he uh what you call it? He kills off half the population. So we, we're later on in the movie where we get that Thor drops a little hint of what happened. He's like, yo, uh, he he decimated half. He killed half of my people. And basically, that's what we are allowed to believe that maybe Valkyrie did. Even the Russo brothers did admit that Valkyrie survived. They didn't mention Korg or Meek or anything like that. But they did mention that Valkyrie managed to escape and she was on the... You know, when Thanos splits half and half, half survivors, half uh, half slaughtered. That's basically how he, he gets down to kill half the population in order for to be like a salvation, basically. So we get that at the beginning. Ebony Maul. Ebony Maul's a standout, I believe, the out of the villains, out of the Thanos' children. Yeah. He's the the fiercest out of them all. We get uh the com- comedy is still. I don't Said sometimes I feel like in some parts the comedy does a little undermine the serious parts. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, and I don't. Heimdall's death. Heimdall's the first to bite the bullet. He's the first to die. Heimdall gets stabbed well, in the I chest. I just didn't want to be in this franchise anymore. They had nothing to do for his character. So I mean, it's like yeah, he's been part, he was part of all three movies, but he never had a big role. Like I, that, his death didn't really affect me but yeah. at least I mean the, the they, they went out of their way to kill him where it showed hey this movie's not playing around and then you had the, an even bigger death which again you, no one's ever really dead in the in the MCU but this death I think one of the ones that are going to stick right for, you know, it's gonna stick. It's it's for good. It's gonna happen. Uh, his arc was pretty much over. He's run his course in Thor Ragnarok. You know, he was a he was a great character, but yes. And Loki's he did go out. He, he went out. You know, Loki's at least time in the MCU he sent Hulk. That was uh, because um, they get the Tesseract. You get uh, the scene where Thor is being tortured by Thanos, and, and in order for Loki to give up uh, the Tesseract, he gives up the Tesseract, and then we get. Hulk, he, you know, he's just like, oh, like you're, because uh, he tells his brother, he tells Thor, he says, oh, basically, he's like, oh, the sun will shine on us again, my brother. And then he's like, oh, your faith is uh, misplaced, it's wrong. And he's like, Asgardian. And he's like, I'm not an Asgardian. And we also 
we have a Hulk, and then Hulk comes I, out of I nowhere, like storms in. Like that. <laughs> Hulk storms out of nowhere. Happened in the first movie. Hulk storms out of nowhere. Okay, smashes, you know, starts to smash uh, Thanos and uh, what you call it, call Obsidian, the big, the big uh, guy on the the bad guy side. He was about to jump in and help uh, Thanos, and then uh, Ebony Maul's like, "Nah, let him, let him have his fun." And then you get an eleven-piece combo. Thanos basically beat the living snot out of the Hulk, body slam, Hulk, no longer Hulk. That's another thing I didn't like. They they uh they uh marketed the Hulk and Wakanda. Yeah. But from this part on, Hulk doesn't Hulk doesn't really show up. Yeah, Hulk Hulk didn't show up in the whole film. And then like some people are speculating that that it was like last minute that uh, all of that that concept to make the Hulk uh, basically not want to well, come out anymore. He's got an arc, and that movie again. They left open questions. They will definitely. He, he didn't come out again because he was a little bitch after he got fucked up by Thanos. But they, they will. Uh, Hulk will have a big scene in the next movie. And yeah, definitely. Off, I'm sure. It'll but, be great when he does get his revenge and stops being a little bitch. I'm sure it's going to be awesome. No, what the Russo brothers have been stating is that everybody. He's like they're surprised that they think that the Hulk is scared and that's why he doesn't want to come out basically saying that they wanted to make uh, Bruce Banner be the hero for once and they used that Hulk uh, wasn't scared that he doesn't want to fight anymore he doesn't he basically uh, he's not mad or he doesn't you know which doesn't make sense because Hulk is one that is feeds off anger that's his basic you know that's what he is the angrier he gets the stronger he gets and I'm pretty sure if he got beat up by somebody he will want revenge he was like oh the next time I'm gonna get you know I'm gonna beat this guy. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna smash him, basically. But we don't get that. We get uh, the Hulk uh, not coming out, and that was pretty funny. I would admit, like some of the parts were very comedic. But they used him definitely as a they uh, bitched up the Hulk, basically. Like you said, he became a little bitch, and that's uh, <laughs> it's not who he is. The same with Drax. They made the Drax uh a fucking joke you know what I mean uh, the the punchline but that's that's pretty much Drax has, has been the punchline in the first two Guardians movies but now. Drax is like, the destroyer you know who comedic. Drax is yeah he's comedic yes release. I know but in, the, in this world they use him for comedic relief and that's basically what he was in the second one too I was like yeah Drax I mean some characters but you admit there was fu the funny moments with Drax those were good moments though they were Definitely. good scenes some, some characters get better moments than others I mean in terms of fighting Drax does absolutely nothing in this movie <laughs> I yeah. feel like he, he didn't really accomplish much this, uh, yeah, there's something that just I mean the Hulk got fucked up so bad Black Panther was obsolete <laughs> and yeah. just like there's, there is some characters that could have been better but they said for the ones that were neglected in this one they'll get to shine in the next one you know, alright yeah still, so we'll have to wait a whole year to see that but all right, so Loki's death, very anticlimactic. What did you agree to? What anticlimactic? I would say well, a little bit. It was like uh, it was. The story was had been played out. It came, it came full circle. He, oh. he can't have Loki as a as a hero or. But again, he he made peace with his brother. He was a good guy. There was no there was nothing you could do 
and they, they, oh. it was evident in Thor Ragnarok too. Like they they had this plan. Like it was it was coming to an end. And they were going to kill him. Death will definitely stick. But and you think I, the death will stick, or because we all thought in Thor Dark World that Thor that uh, Loki died, not until the end of the movie. No one could tell until the end of the movie. You saw him sitting on that throne. So, what if this is a theory they're saying is that that Hulk is with Valkyrie and that the whole thing about Hulk not being able to transform is Loki basically it's Loki and Loki is uh, because I was another question that, that was so uh, prominent in my mind was like how does Bruce Banner know so much about Thanos when he wasn't Bruce Banner during Thanos's uh, invasion of the Asgardian ship, do you understand? Like, he doesn't know what happens when the Hulk comes out. Because it's two separate personas. He doesn't have no rem- memory because we see in Thor Ragnarok, he they're didn't even know he was that gone for two Bruce years. Banner in this movie is Loki. That's, that's they they they're saying that he yeah, is. The, that's how come he knows everything. That's how come he knows all about Thanos. Because when he gets to Earth, he knows everything about Thanos. He tells Tony the whole story. Or, he was there. He seen the damage that he did when they were on the ship. That's and what I'm know, saying. But he was the Hulk. Do you understand? He doesn't know yeah, what happened to the Hulk. One of the same now, though. I, huh? I, like I said, the it's. I feel probably, like I said it keeps. It's evolving now. Probably. Like said, they, they are. They're one and the same. But listen to this. Probably also, it's Doctor Strange when he got he cra- you know he crashed. The, probably he said the name Thanos, and then Doctor Strange did some magical mumbo jumbo that told him everything about Thanos, and they they saw what Thanos was or whatever, and then they go find Tony Stark in Central Park or wherever he was at, and then they tell him that because that he he Bruce Banner knows way too much about that's when I was watching the movie, I was thrown off about that. I was like, how does he know this? Like dead, that's a plot hole right there. That was a definitely definite plot hole. How does Bruce Banner know so much about Thanos? And at the same token, because you get the Guardians later talking to Thor about Thanos, and it's like them telling the story of Thanos to um, Thor. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's what threw me off yeah. in that part because they definitely in the later in the movie, Th- uh, Thor, the Guardians are talking to Thor, and uh, Gamora is explaining the story of Thanos to Thor so either that that's what makes me think that probably their theory might be a little but right it might be wrong Loki might be I think Loki is dead you know that's it Loki's uh, story arc is done but there's a chance that it might not be because it makes very much sense how does Bruce Banner know so much he's Loki in disguise if not um, Doctor Strange did something to find out about Thanos because he got you know he has all this magic powers and he could do like a like a spell somewhere and he could find out all about you know because he knew all about Odin he knows all about you know all the supernatural entities or whatever that uh, would invade Earth so it makes sense that he knows about Thanos and he was explaining to Bruce Banner after he crashed but still there's a chance that Loki might be the one because he knew where to go you understand what I'm saying how did they know to send the Hulk right to the Sanctum Centaurum to talk to Doctor Strange how, you know what I mean? There's so much. So they, they left so much. That's why I say its epicness does uh, make up for the mistakes that it made, uh, the, the flaws that are in it. 
and uh, like so let's say well, let's because I'm watching it and blah, you know, and I'm a little bit upset during the first time I'm viewing it because I'm like, oh, with all these questions and a little, little bit let down. But then we get the we get a doc, you know, the the little scene. The, it definitely switches tones too, right? Would you agree? Like it goes from yeah, like, action to, to comedy to seriousness to sadness and stuff like that. So they, they try. They like I said. They I think they tried the, the best they could to balance the characters. Because I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy is is mainly it's all it's very it's very comedic. So they got a lot of the funny parts in this movie. But I mean, all 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 the characters do. Like I said, it, the movie is very heavy, and they're dealing with death. But yes, I mean, some jokes are hit or miss. But I, again, it's this is what you expect from from Marvel movies. This is what they always deliver you. And I mean, so I mean, some of it is a little off key or whatever. But no, I I, I, I love this. I'm now going to ask you, what did you think of Thanos? Do you think he's the best villain in the MCU? They definitely it's fully fleshed yes. out. He's more fleshed out than what they did for Age of Ultron. <laughs> Thanos is a good fun. villain, but I felt they were still stretching with him, you know what I mean? They, it's like that that stigma of all the villains. There's some decent villains in the MCU. I know they get a bad rep, but uh, Ultron was pretty, he was a decent villain. If you, you know, we watched the movie again, he's a good villain. Um, Iron Man 3's villain, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Kendrick uh, oh, Gillian. Yeah. All right, so he's he's a good villain too. He was a good villain, and he definitely was a, a an immense threat to Iron Man. If it wasn't for Pepper Potts, he would be dead. And other Killmonger, obviously, is one of the good ones. But I felt they stretched. They tried to make you feel for him when I at all not at all at one point in the movie did I feel bad for him or anything. I just thought he was a freaking psychopath, no matter what. Like. You know, he was a bad guy. He was a villain, and he was a very good villain. And there was no need to try to, like, make you uh, relate to him or try to understand him. No, villains have, some villains are villains. His philosophy a little bit, you can see where he's right, where, um, you know, in order for survival, there's an overpopulation problem sometimes. Or some people will see it like that. So I could get his, uh, his motto or whatever. I get that. But I felt it was a stretch. So, oh, like I was saying, the, I started off the movie with a, a like a bunch of uh, questions and uh, seeing plot holes. But then we get the the scene with uh, the first stone, where they come for the first stone. They come for the green one because yeah. Thanos already sent them to go get each separate in teams and go get stones. So these yeah. uh, Ebony Maw and Cull Obsidian, they go in uh, to get the time stone. So we have that scene where Doctor Strange, Wong, Iron Man, and Spider Man. This is all pretty fast-paced stuff like there was no break in between mm -hmm. Hulk falls right down from the sky into earth then you go in right into the credit saying avengers and then dr strange is open up at a, a portal to ask tony stark's help like in the beginning it's 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 pretty again i just feel like it, it feels a little bit long because there were so many characters but it's pretty bang bang like it, it, like yeah. it they did. The, they did the best that they could. And Alex, the action scenes are exhilarating. There, there are things you can, you can feel it. And I just, I just came back seeing it for the third time uh, today. And I seen it with uh, my mother, who has been a fan of the MCU. This movie uh, blew her away. Again, yeah. like for the casual fans, the people that aren't into the comic books and stuff, like not like people. 
are loving this film and I like I said I, I'm definitely uh, I'm loving it more now too more than the first time I see it I think it, it was better on second and third yeah, watch definitely I've said, I would say the same thing after watching it for the second and third time as well and um we definitely. I like the Doctor Strange and the Iron Man. Uh, little, you know, what I mean, them, them, their trade back and forth. Oh yeah, the, the two. Know? It, it, it yeah. was great. To How see they were like sarcastic to one another was real cool to see them. Uh, there, maybe. Yes, there, there's so many different uh, team ups that you haven't seen or characters interacting. I mean, you go on, go on. I, I, I did like the the team up um, on Titan with with uh, most of the Guardians crew with Tony Stark and Spider Man. That was funny stuff. You, you had Rocket being called Rabbit by Thor. Yeah. And you also had, I, I liked the little moment on the battlefield where you had Rocket talking to Bucky yeah. about his arm and shit. Like, there were so many great moments in this movie. Count, countless moments and good character moments. I would say, of the weeks... This, for the storyline, it doesn't didn't really do it for me. Others are saying it's the key to the movie what? and brings the m- emotional impact. But Vision and Scarlet no, Witch's I, love for each other that just I, got introduced, it doesn't do it for me in this movie. Like, I, I like care it. less. I liked it in the movie. I definitely liked it because it's uh, very... Uh, Founded in the comic books, it's there for it's there. You know, what I mean, that was uh, that's one of the serious, more serious relationships in, in comic book history. So, I was glad to see it uh, finally play out on a uh, film, and I think I, I liked it. Everything it was very touching, like seeing them uh, to try to understand like what they were going through. They, they it's just a fresh new love, and uh, basically she has to. Well, they get that first scene where I know I would say like it was needed. But it it wouldn't make or break the movie, basically. You know what I mean? It wouldn't have make to break the movie if uh make or break the movie if it wasn't in there and it was I mean, still they were still come after vision. In, there's some moments in this movie too. Like I said, they get you. I I feel like audiences are really hating hating Thanos, and that's good. You should hate the villain. Like people are getting pissed. You want to see the Avengers succeed, and I like I, I give kudos to Disney and Marvel for having the balls to make this. And this movie on such a downer, and yeah, no, I like I, 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 really, I did, I did like that. At the beginning, also, what I was put off with, uh, we didn't get to see him get the first purple stone. Uh, Thor mentions yeah. that he did decimate uh, Xandar, Xandar, but we didn't yeah, get we to see that. Don't need to see all this. He's yeah, we wanted the Nova Corps. I'm cool. talking about for real fans. You're you're probably not a comic book fan. You're just an MCU fan. So you don't you, you, know, you don't really you need know, to. You don't need to see but, everything, Angel. Yes, I need is, to know what happened what to the, the Nova Corps. Four and a half hours long. Nah, two, because that's a five minute scene. That's a five minute scene. If you, them decimating Nova Corps, show him get all six stones like that. Like you already got it. Like we knew that he he. Yeah, I thought the same the saving time saving time. You definitely, but if it was a three-hour movie, that definitely should have been part of it. If that's the director's cut or whatever or whatnot, but I mean, it could, it Nova Corps is a big, big part of the book. Nova Corps is the Green Lantern Corps of, uh, basically of uh, the uh, Marvel. So that's a big stable for them, and they have definitely, definitely a, a number amount of stories. And I started to think maybe that the only way to stop Thanos really is to go back in time. And like you said, they're saving. People that didn't get to feature in this movie are definitely going to feature in the next movie. Yes, you understand? There was no Ant Man, no Hawkeye, and Captain Marvel's definitely going to 
uh, play a big part into this film. But, well, the, the next one's setting up. Now, uh, I'll ask you about the, the deaths in this movie. Because, like I said, there was, quite a, there was quite a few deaths. What, to you, was the most surprising? And how did, how did you feel about it? Because the way that I look at it, like I said, I like that they took out so many characters. But at the same time, I, I'm not buying it. I don't quite buy it. Like, we already yeah. know what's in the pipeline. Like, there, there's future sequels. There's another Guardian sequel. There's another Yeah, nobody at the end of the movie. Uh, if, you, if you've seen the movie, you already know what we're talking about. At the end of the movie, yes. Thanos does the infamous snap. Half the universe disappears. Also, you can go online, check out Talking Franchise, uh, the blog. Type in talking talk franchise WordPress. Look that up. You can find the link to see if you survived Thanos's infinite snap, uh, infamous snap. I did. Just so you know, I checked. I was one of the people that survived the snap. Just so you know, I'm still alive. I'm still alive in the MCU. So, um, <laughs> I haven't checked it out yet. I did. I did see that though. Yeah. yeah so that's pretty cool. It'll let you know. It depends on your IP address. I don't know. Uh, and it's uh, an algorithm that I don't understand. So check it out. You'll see if you disappeared or not. Same with the glove. Probably when he snapped, it was very. It, it was written by the Russos, and they did very perfect. I thought it was perfect choices to pick. The people that they did pick was very perfect choices for shock, shock factor, and all of that. Because I, I'm not going to count those as deaths. The disappearances is not not really deaths. It's a race from existence. Well, yeah, we don't know that. You know what I mean? It's may, different. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? It's a difference. That, it's a know, difference from death is like and a race from existence. This could have to do with the the reality stone, and I mean, Doctor Strange, it, 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 something was hidden up his sleeve because he you you seen the scenario where he got to look at he said he looked at over fourteen million scenarios. Hold up! Wait! 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 Say that again. Pretty adamant in the in the beginning of the movie saying he only cared about saving the time stone he wasn't going he wasn't going to save other people if they got caught like the, the greater good he was going to save the universe he went he got to, he looked into alternate futures and he only seen one scenario where they won and i feel like he he knows more than what they let on and what they actually showed like, you so know the movie does feel a little bit incomplete yeah, I, I was. That's what I was saying. That's the main thing I said to my uh, was my review or my opinion on it. Is uh, very epic, very great, but still incomplete. There's a lot of story, and it definitely isn't. I wouldn't say it's. It can't be a standalone movie. It's definitely because uh, it left it left off on a cliffhanger. Way before I, know, I feel like Marvel has kind of shot themselves in the foot with that saying. But yeah. I mean, yeah. So I, I, like I said, with everything that happened, I I, I don't know if this movie is going to stand on its own two feet come next year, you know? Yeah. So, um, you asked me what, what death was the most surprising and shocking? Yes. I would have to say, because this also is followed by another, uh, shocker, uh, a little cameo, a shocking cameo that no one expected. So, you get Thanos. Thanos gets, uh, Gamora. We were told oh, Gamora. Yeah. We forgot to tell that Gamora. That's where, like, this is one of like the where the they, they were joking with the. They always throwing jokes with the Infinity, uh, the Guardians. But they are like this. This is why I said that sometimes the serious parts are thrown off by the jokes because we get uh, Gamora telling uh, Starlord to kill her if Thanos gets her, basically, right? Because he knows and where the stones. She knows that, where the that's, soul stone that's is. A really at. good moment. 
a really good moment too where uh, Star Lord Peter actually does try right. to kill her, but with the, the but he hesitated. You know what I mean? He did hesitate. Yeah. If he he would have just shot her off the rip. Just bow, you know, dude. No soul stone. You know what I mean? He failed. I would say, like, the weakest oh. link in this whole movie and uh, who messed up a lot is Star Lord. Star Lord is more of a problem to, to the Avengers and uh, the whole story. Uh, he's more of a problem than Thanos is to the whole thing. See, uh, because he could have killed her and he could have ended it, but he, he, you know, he, he, uh, he hesitated. Yeah. He hesitated when he promised, and he didn't keep his promise. He swore on his mother. He he didn't keep his promise. So that you know, what I mean. Um, also, I would say Hulk. No, I would say the only two people, the only two people you could blame in this movie is Hulk and Star Lord. Other than that, everybody. America should have just let Vision kill himself in the very beginning. No, you didn't have to do. You didn't have to do that. You didn't have to do that at all. Yes. Because they could have no, they could have they could have definitely they could have definitely took that out of uh they could have definitely took it off of Vision and he didn't have to die they could have got they were gonna destroy the stone that was their plan destroy it no one even no one even thought of that Vision came up with that plan and they were gonna destroy it that was their plan to destroy the stone so I don't think Captain America has no no fault he he did what he you know without having to sacrifice anybody or kill anybody or do anything wrong no man gets left behind it's a real team you know what I mean the Avengers we don't trade lives like he said we don't trade lives hulk didn't show up if it was five against the ebony if it was hulk he was there they definitely could have protected uh dr strange and they wouldn't have got he, he wouldn't have got kidnapped because when uh uh corvus glaive and proxima midnight come and uh try to take the stone from vision and they uh you got that that epic fight scene with scarlet witch vision versus them two and then um Captain America, Falcon, and uh, Black Widow come and save the day. Do you remember that scene? When that scene happens, when Captain America shows on the screen, everybody cheers. I cheered each three times that I seen it. So, that was surprising to see that Captain America didn't die. But the most shocking death, I I went off track a little bit right now, but the most shocking death, like I was going to say, is uh, Gamora. Gamora's death. Because... All right, uh, Peter. Peter fucks up. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't kill Gamora. He doesn't shoot her when he had the chance. And um, Thanos escapes with her. And he. Uh, we find out that Mantis tried to kill Thanos. She almost was almost was successful, but he captures her and he tortures her in order for Gamora. Uh, yeah, yeah, Nebula. He kidnapped Nebula. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. My bad, Nebula. So we see Nebula's got captured, and then uh, he tortures her, and then she gives up the location of the stone. He goes with her. We find out on Vormir that there's a there's a gatekeeper. There's a a guide to tell you what the Soul Stone is, and it is the Red Skull, which is a shocker. We see that what happened. We get a cameo from the Red Skull. I like that cameo too, where it finally explained what happened to him. Because I mean, there was always the possibility that he was alive, but after Hugo Weaving, who had played the Red Skull, said he would never return to the role. So you kind of felt like, oh, they weren't going to pay it off. But it, it was a good payoff. I, I did like that. That was surprising. And it wasn't and Hugo Weaving either, which is very crazy. Yeah, no, they had to Yeah, the guy who plays Aaron on uh, Walking Dead, just so anybody knows. I forget his name. But he played, which was very good, very good impressionist because he... You, if you didn't look it up and no, you didn't see it on uh, online or anything like that, you would have assumed it was Hugo. He looked the part. Yeah, no, yeah. It, was, it was really good. And like I said, I, I feel like this movie, the, the characters that they had disappear, 
you, you notice the characters that survived were all the original actors from the very first Avengers. It's all going to come full circle. They're going to get one last moment to shine. We thought this was going to be the movie for sure where, oh, Cap's going to die, Iron Man's going to die. Oh, I think the stage is set. The stakes have to be just as high in the next one. And in the next one, though, these deaths are going to have to stay. And I, I still feel like Captain America and Iron Man are both, they're definitely, they're, they gotta go in the next movie. It kind of, this, this movie, like I said, people, people were worried for Tony Stark and you can hear people cringing and they're all worried. When he gets stabbed in this movie, you think, oh my God. Yeah, he's moment. dead. He's gone. But then at, the, at that time too, you were like, my God. I was like, if he was gonna die just like that, ooh, the, the, the movie would have had so much more weight if they would have had, had the balls to really take them out like that. And like you were saying earlier with, uh, Doctor Strange knowing. Doctor Strange didn't know. I, I don't believe Doctor Strange knew anything. Because what he says in the when he's doing that thing, going into the future, he said, I went to the future to see the outcomes. That doesn't necessarily mean he knows. And he said, he doesn't know. Right he doesn't, you know what I mean? He doesn't know the full events or the full plan of what happened. He just know. Basically, he knows when he goes into the future, more or less how they won. You know what I mean? More or less how they won and how, and then if they won and how they won. More or less. He's not going to know the whole story. He's going to know afterwards. He, he knew one thing. He knew that Tony Stark needed to be alive. Which is why he gives up the stone. Like you said, they're setting they're setting the stage up for a hopefully dramatic, climactic, epic finish. And yeah, no, I I definitely am looking looking forward to it. Like, like I said, uh, scale one to ten, what, what would you rate Avengers? Uh, eight point five. I I was just about to give the same give the same thing like I say it, it's okay that it didn't meet our, like our wild crazy expectations you knew just just the fact that they were able to get all these characters together and pay, it was still it was still a good payoff like it is it's, it is really good and I think the next one will be even better and that, that's what I'm saying because it's definitely a two-parter so we have to wait till the other one comes out to see how that pays off you understand what I mean like if these parts were really meaningful, you know, and it makes so it, it definitely. I would think it would boost up the the score rating for me, in a way. Also, I wanted before we uh, send this off and before we finish, um, which ones were the the saddest? I have three death scenes that I believe were very sad and very uh, you know, emotional, <laughs> basically. I, I would say obviously the the number one would, would probably say the most impactful is Gamora. Yeah. Um, and then I guess emo- emotionally, you like oh number two would be Spider Man. Yeah, definitely and how they send him off with uh him dying in Tony Stark's arms, saying oh I don't want to go. They imp- uh, by the way they said Tom Holland uh, Tom Holland improvised that, so he didn't really know he was gonna die. So that was on the spot, like basically him coming up with what he how he would die. Also, and then the, the next one would be Groot, probably. Groot, because did you hear later on? Did you hear what James Gunn uh, admitted? What he said his last words were, which oh, I knew. I had it. Oh, I, okay. I heard that he did say last words. What were the words? Okay, so this is why we need subtitles for Groot. I don't know why that. <laughs> Hell, we haven't had subtitles for Groot so far, which we should. We're just left to assume at times what he's saying. You know what I mean? Uh, somebody explaining what he said. Which would be better? I think it would be better. Wait. Uh, 
way better if they did have subtitles. It would be cool. That that way, you know what I mean. We all know what, how to speak group, basically. Um, yeah. All right. So he says, "Dad," to Rocket, basically. His last words are him saying "Dad" to Rocket, which makes it now that you like seen I like I heard that and then I saw it again and I was like, "Oh, that was that was very touching." Because Rocket's like, "No, no," you know what I mean. Rocket's. You know why Rocket's yeah. so emotional on losing him because he's that's his son basically. And we find out that's the that's the dynamic of the relationship. And even though in Guardians of the Galaxy two, we're left to believe like Starlo was more or less his father, Gamora was going to be his mom, but that's more like the, his aunt and uncle, and uh, Rocket is the dad, basically. Because we see it in the movie, it definitely plays out in the movie. He he always bring he has to make sure that he's with him. You know what I mean? Yeah. He doesn't let them go. He doesn't let Groot go with the rest of the Guardians when uh, they go to stop Thanos. No, he he makes sure he comes with him. So that's his. Uh, that's what he says. So that's why that's one of the touching ones. And I will also say Vision. Vision when Vision dies, it's like Scarlet Witch, uh, Elizabeth oh, Olsen. Yeah. Bravo to her because she give a good. She gave a great performance. Her having a, oh, you know. I want to bring this up about her performance though, and I want to know why the Russo brothers. She just dropped her uh, accent completely in this movie yes you, you, like it disappears and I was like I don't understand why it disappeared in Civil War no no it didn't she was still it wasn't as thick as the it diminished I think it was like the there. Storm's accent it diminished and slightly this one they were just, just like ah, out. fuck it we're not gonna use it like that I didn't I didn't like but like I said it's hey. just her Scarlet Witch and Vision didn't really do it for me anyway yeah. so but I was just like a curious decision why she does I wonder what the explanation is or what they're just like ah fuck it nobody cares <laughs> yeah, they're not gonna notice people are gonna fucking they're gonna give us two billion dollars anyways fuck yeah exactly it. exactly right like I said it could, it could be three hours of just fucking Thanos jerking off and you know we're gonna pay to see that shit <laughs> yeah Marvel. it was a great basically movie. it is uh, it is uh, I would say that's the that's the if you had to get a synopsis and uh, like a brief like a spoiler free review that's what you would give it Thanos drinking off in the, uh, for two and a half hours so I would say he will return they had it in the end credits do you think Vision do you think Vision's death is going to be permanent as well because Vision Vision dies twice in this movie killed by Scarlet Witch you thought that was going to stop him you, you have no. to because you have to you have to still keep you have to keep the stories a little grounded and content like these some of these beings are too powerful like where they're pretty invulnerable to like damage or like Vision actually kind of was a bitch in this movie to be honest he got more yeah, he got his he got his ass whooped throughout the whole movie bro but it was like I was like, it was crazy because in the in the, the other times that we have seen Vision, he's he was, been completely unstoppable. And in this one, yeah, it wasn't like that at all. But I would say Vision is too powerful of a character where, again, he shouldn't really be in jeopardy. I understand in this movie, the whole point of, yeah, Thanos is coming for the stone. But if you keep Vision around without the stone, like, what is Vision anyways? Like... Without the stone, to me, like you don't, you don't, yeah, you don't, need, you don't need to continue. Like I think Vision's arc, he's he's played, and it's a, it's a sad ending. But uh, Vision's death is probably messed up for Scarlet Witch. She loses her brother in the second one, and then and the third one loses Vision. Well, but she's one of the wait, wait, wait. Before we got, we got so much a little bit more before we gonna turn this off. You know, it's uh, we forgot to talk about Stormbreaker. 
Thor, you said Thor. Thor gets his shots. Thor is OP in this. He becomes OP, overpowered. He he slaughters everybody when he comes to save because the okay, the tide of the, the battle shifted. Dude, see, aside from Doctor Strange who held his own too, they've kind of made Thor like the he is the strongest being in the MCU. Rightfully so. He doesn't feel like he can take Thanos down. Yeah, so he basically does kill. They almost kills Thanos if he didn't have that glove. He would have been uh, lunch meat, basically. He would have been gone. He would have yeah, been I gone. Mean, so, see, and so uh, that's a problem that they face in the future too. With Thor, is how how do you make a villain? I mean, they, yeah, they did it well, and that they did it well enough in Thor Ragnarok where they they made him lose Asgard, and he he couldn't like he they he cut, he won, but they lost. Thor might time. end up dying too. You don't think? Because it's I, I feel like like might. Of the Ragnarok and everybody liking it, I feel like they want to come back and do a fourth one. They're not going to throw money away. It's not going to be back. Yeah, I can't. Hold on, hold up, Juan. I couldn't hear you for that last part. Oh, I said, I said Disney is not going to throw money away. So I feel like they're, they're going to make more. Chris Hemsworth said like he wants to, he would do more. Sure. So I feel like they're not, they're not just going to not take so, them out. He said they're going to do more Thors. Basically, yeah, they're basically... Kiyawadi uh, definitely did his thing. And definitely they're going to see... They see uh, success in that franchise. So, before we go off, we talked about the Stormbreaker. We talked about everybody teaming up, how epic the movie was. Let's finish it with the snap of the finger. So, we got the four deaths first. We get Heimdall, Loki... Gamora might not stick. I don't think she might not, you know, stay dead. Well, I There's a possibility for... I have an idea where I think her death will stick, but the uh, the plot of the third movie could be like a Star Trek three, the search for Spock, where they're gonna do, maybe she's still stuck in that soul soul gem, right. uh, you know? Yeah, Infinity okay. Stone, my oh, so there's a possibility of her coming back in Guardians three. You're saying? Hold up, Wong. I can't hear you. Is your phone all right? Yeah, my phone's all right. All right, now you're better. Can you hear me now? Yeah, better. All right. All I was saying is, um, yeah, uh, the actress who's playing Gamora, she's going to be busy filming all the Avatar films. It's not a guarantee she's going to have a whole lot of time to even film film the Guardians sequel, but she doesn't have to be there to play an important role in the film. I've, I kind of have a... A feeling and an idea. Sort of that like that's exactly what's going to happen. So sort of like Ant Man and Wasp too. How we are getting the the Wasp, the one that got captured into the what you call it? What's it called? The quantum realm. The quantum realm. So more or less something like that along the lines where the 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 movies about them trying to get to the Soul Stone world to free her, basically. Yeah, they they could they could they could bring her back somehow, and I feel like that's. Uh, it'll have an emotional send off because they did say that. I mean, there could be more guardians, but it's going to be the. It's going to be the, uh, the final chapter, and they're going to send off. They're going to. They're going to bookmark the the end of this the story. Well, like okay, but I, I feel like that'll, so you think, that'll be a good story. Do you think all four deaths that happened before the snap are permanent? 
basically. Yes. And plus the, the 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 ones that you know the bad guys died, the four children of Thanos, they also died. Oh, yeah, died. Yeah, yeah. So you know who I'm yeah. surprised survived? Mbaku. I thought he was gone for sure, but Mbaku, my boy, oh, Mbaku yeah, survived. You don't buy it for one second that Black Panther's not going to be back. Like, Definitely. Happens out of nowhere. Oh, let's go. Let's go in order. Let's go in order. We get off. we get the snap of the finger, and the first one to go is to touch Captain America. As Bucky's gone. Poof. Bucky's gone. Everybody's like, oh shit. The people from Wakanda start disappearing. You know, like all the soldiers or whatever, they start disappearing. Like, oh, what the heck? And then we get Black Panther who disappears. He goes to try to uh, grab Okoye's hand. He tries to pick her up, and then he turns it to dust. So, Black Panther, gone. And then we go, and um, who's next after that? Who goes after that? Is it, uh, isn't it, um... Dang, I forgot. I forgot. Uh, the Falcon, the Falcon, Falcon disappears. Scarlet Witch gets Scarlet Witch goes. Yes, the Scarlet Witch. Then Falcon. And then Groot. Groot disappears. And then, uh, yeah, we get Drax, Drax Star Mantis, Star-Lord, Doctor Strange, Doctor like, Strange, I mean, Ghost, Spider-Man. And then we get the end credit scene that Nick Fury and Maria Hill also disappear. But enough time for him to contact just, Captain Marvel. Just, to, to, yeah, he had enough time to make another multi-million dollar franchise. Good thing he sent that signal out. <laughs> yes. That's what's coming next. It's Ant-Man and then Captain Marvel. And then we get a the payoff to this one I liked it well, I, I loved it enjoyed it three times though was enough for me I don't need to go to the theater again <laughs> I will wait a little bit it, wait until the next one comes out I'm, I'm gonna say now man I'm petitioning that we make them a bill they're already uh, it's already like the what it passed Black Panther already didn't it right um, no, no, worldwide, no, worldwide. Yet, but it's, it's, I think worldwide. Oh, it already, worldwide, yes, they have. Yeah, no, it has a chance to make two billion dollars, and yes. it would be. But it hasn't passed it yet here domestically. Else. But it's on. It's it's definitely on its way no, to domestic. Domestically, right now, sitting after three weeks, it's it's like. A but five, the competition's about to come in soon. You know, we're about to get Deadpool two in a in the uh, solo I, movie. It's still going to make its money. I wouldn't worry about Deadpool, but Deadpool 2 is going to be a huge hit, too. I can't wait to see that, and we'll definitely have the podcast as soon as mm -hmm. you get a chance to see it. I am busy this week, so I, I, my schedule's changed a little bit, so I don't know yeah. when I'm going to get to go see Deadpool 2. I, normally, I would go see it the opening night, but yeah, now I may have to wait for uh, Sunday to go catch that, but I can't wait for it. It's going to be good, too. Yeah, definitely it's going to be good. And uh, if you haven't noticed, folks, uh, John Wong's voice sounds a little bit funny. That's because he's on the phone because he's all the way in Massachusetts right now, and I'm in Georgia trying to get in on this MCU thing. <laughs> nah, really, I'm trying to. I'm definitely out here. I haven't got any a acting jobs yet, but the lady did say that it's going to start picking up towards the end of May, June, July. So I'm definitely trying to be a movie extra on one of these movies. So hopefully I even get to be on screen that people get to see me and that'd be cool that'd be grand but definitely I wanted to see from the opposite side of the you know the film world I want to see what it looks on the other side and that's basically Honestly, what I'm here in Georgia big for big changes you try and get you try and get out there big changes <laughs> for you you're in, you're in you're over there <laughs> trying to become a movie star i'm over here single trying to get fucked ladies get at me talking franchise talking franchise how if you want some wong <laughs> you want some wong <laughs> wong dong there you go no all right
Don Wong Dong. Good times, so, <laughs> and it was good chatting with you, Angel. Good, definitely, good, definitely good to speak to you spoilers. and talk spoilers. Until next time. Oh yes, and we're definitely gonna find some time to finish off this, uh, the what we've been putting off the Star Wars. But they put off oh, making they bef- they they bre- they put off making sequels and uh, prequels for a while too. So blame them. Perfect because the, I mean the, this. I was gonna say actually this Friday is. Uh, the Han Solo film. Oh no! Oh, this Friday's Han Solo. Han Solo film. Isn't Han Solo at the end of yeah. the month? Actually, yeah, yeah, no, it's it's, it's in, actually in two weeks. So the Deadpool is coming out next episodes. week. Yeah, we will we will continue our talking franchise. We will finish the Star Wars franchise and cap it off with the new Han Solo movie. Word that to Big Bird. Check it out on iTunes and SoundCloud. Talking franchise. Also go on our blog. Go on Facebook. You can catch us there too. What you don't see uh, on Facebook, you can catch on YouTube. We're going to do it. And definitely, hopefully, you get to see me on one of these movies and I'm reviewing it. And I was like, yeah, I'll just review my part. Nah. No, you know what's also good, Wong? There's definitely the the casting agency I'm with. Did, uh, it... Uh, Alumni is uh, Will Farrell, uh, fucking Gerard Butler started off with them, Brad Pitt. You know what I mean? So, who knows? Chase your dreams. We'll be talking spoilers and uh, we'll probably be able to talk movies that I am uh, a part of or something like that. It could be cool. So, until next time, guys. Good luck to you, man. Thank you. Thank you much. Thank you very much, everyone. And good luck to you on getting that poon poon. Godspeed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. And that's a wrap. And that's a wrap. Peace out. Till next time.